This is Walk to Wealth, episode 3. My name is John Mendez, and I am your host. Welcome to Walk to Wealth, where I motivate and inspire people new to the world of personal finance by letting you all in behind the scenes of someone who's still on his way. Welcome, guys, to the third episode of the Walk to Wealth podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be going over morning routines, a couple of the misconceptions that people have of morning routines, how to make a great morning routine, and what are the three pillars of a great morning routine. I'm going to give you guys a little bonus tip on sleeping. I'm going to give you guys a strategy for winning your mornings. And then I'm going to finish it off with my morning routine so you guys get an idea or an example of how to make a great morning routine. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So to start off, we're going to be going over some common morning routine misconceptions. And there's a lot of people promoting a lot of different things for morning routine. And the first misconception that I want you guys to realize is that you do not have to wake up at 4 a.m. every morning. It's okay to wake up later in the day. You just have to know the times that your body works best. So if you're someone that likes to do long nights and do all your work in the middle of the night when everyone else is typically asleep, getting up at 4 in the morning probably wouldn't be beneficial to you because you'll be losing out on a lot of sleep. So in that case, you might be better for you to sleep in. And you just have to really be aware of the times of the day where you are most productive and kind of base your sleeping schedule around that. Another misconception is that you don't have to eat seven egg whites, take two scoops of protein powder, and take an apple cider vinegar shot first thing in the morning. Breakfast is more about the first meal of the day, not the time of day that you eat. Pretty much breakfast is two words, it's break fast. Because when you wake up for the six to eight hours or however long you sleep, that's technically a fast because it's a prolonged period of time that you went without eating. And that's why breakfast is so important because after fasting, your insulin levels go back to baseline. And as soon as you eat that first meal, they spike up. So whatever you eat, your body then uses that as fuel. Insulin is pretty much the chemical that opens up your cells so that nourishment, nutrients and nourishment can go into the cells. So pretty much, if you eat a donut for breakfast, your donut is going to spike your insulin levels. The insulin is going to open up your cells. And then the bad fuel, which is the donut, is going to fuel up your cells. So your cells are now going to be running off of bad fuel for the rest of the day, which is not a good formula for being productive and for tackling on large projects because you're going to get burnt out a lot faster and you're not going to feel all that well. So whether you eat your breakfast at 9 in the morning or 4 in the afternoon, whatever your first meal is of the day, make sure that it's a healthy option so that it can start you off on the right foot. You also don't have to do an hour-long, high-intensity interval training workout. A lot of people tell you that you have to go in the gym and first thing in the morning and just hit it hard and 
as hard as you can go in there and do a bunch of complex movements and burpees and high intensity jumping jacks and jump rope for long sessions and just to get your heart rate up and a bunch of other things. You also don't have to take ice cold showers first thing in the morning. I know I personally don't. And a lot of people, there's a lot of health benefits behind it. I haven't done too much research on it, so I'm not going to speak to it myself personally. But all I know is that you don't have to do it in order to have a successful morning routine. Now we're going to go into the three main things, the three pillars of a great morning routine. And to kind of follow up with the last misconception that I just went over, the first pillar of having a great morning routine is taking care of your body. Whether that's you doing yoga, whether that's you going for an early morning run or bike, whether that's you playing basketball at LA Fitness in the morning and getting a couple games in, whether that's you lifting weights or doing calisthenics, or maybe you're just doing dynamic stretching. The main pillar that you first want to work out on is um, your body. You have to take care of your body. Your body is a machine, and in order for it to perform at its best, you have to not only train it, but you also have to take care of it. And if you don't, you'll start to break down a lot sooner, and later down the road, you're going to have a bunch of health problems. So make sure that your morning routine consists of you taking care of your body. The second pillar of a great morning routine isn't as popular as the first, especially for young men, but it's taking care of your mind. And whether that's doing, you know, daily affirmations, you could be a person that likes to meditate in the morning. You could sit down in bed and just visualize yourself and where you'll be five years from now or 10 years from now or where you'll be after you accomplish your goals. You could sit down and play YouTube videos of motivational um, speakers. I know I like to listen to Jim Rohn sometimes in the morning. You could also do breathing exercises or listen to some brainwave music. There's a bunch of different things that you could do to take care of your mind. Don't listen to society. Society kind of makes you want to put your feelings aside, put down what your mind is telling you aside, and just get after it. But it's very important to take care of your mind. And if your body is a machine, then your mind is the remote that controls it. If you don't take care of your mind, it'll gradually become harder for you to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that can lead to you becoming depressed. It can lead to you giving up. And it can lead to you never, ever accomplishing your goals. So make sure that you take care of your mind as soon as you wake up. The last and final pillar of having a great morning routine is taking care of your spirit. And this is not a class on religion, but it's very important that you do not neglect the spirit that you have within. You can do a daily devotion. You can, you know, sit down and pray. You can download a Bible app and read a daily Bible verse. You can do something that you love. Maybe you have a passion for piano that no one knows about, so you can go and play piano for 5-10 minutes. You can do a random act of charity. And if your body is a machine and your mind is a remote that controls the machine, your spirit is the invisible hand that controls the remote. And if you refuse to take care of your soul, your life will start to seem meaningless and you'll lose your purpose. 
you'll be left feeling unfulfilled, almost as if there's a void. And this is exactly why whenever you do a class on branding or marketing, they always get you to write down your big why or get an idea of what your big why is. What's the big motivating factor that drives everything that you do? So make sure that you take care of your spirit. And those are the three pillars. Take care of your body, your mind, and your spirit every morning. After you take care of your body, mind, and spirit, the next step after that is you have to look over your goals. And if you don't have goals, make some goals. Because aimlessly walking around life isn't going to get you anywhere. In order to get to where you want to get to, you need to have a GPS. You don't drive to a place you've never been without a GPS or a map. You have to make sure you know where you want to go and how you're going to get there. You have to engrave in your mind the important things that you have to accomplish every day because us as humans tend to get very distracted and we live in a day and age where we get fed so much noise, so much simulation, whether it's through social media and it's the little notification symbols or someone just texted you or you hear cars driving around. There's so much stuff that our brain has to filter out. So in order to make sure that we have a productive day, we have to make sure that we engrave our goals into our, our mind by going over them in the morning. It's also best to plan out your day the night before. That way, the day of, you're not trying to waste your brain powers thinking of what you need to do. You already planned that the night before, so you can just get up and get after it as soon as you hit your finish your morning routine. And it's also good to plan out your outfit as well. A lot of people plan out their outfits the night before. That way, they don't waste any brain power on anything that's unnecessary or anything minor. It's also good to time block for some breaks. There's a... A misconception that you just have to work, 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 work. And after a while, yes, you might be able to work for a long period of time, but your quality of work is going to start decreasing. So it's great to time block little breaks for yourself, whether it's 5 to 10 to 15 minutes, or you have like a lunch break that you block in. Make sure you block out time for yourself. And as soon as you finish your morning routine, now that you plan the night before, you plan out your outfit the night before, you already read your goals. Now you want to get right into it and not waste any more time. Once you take care of yourself and align yourself with your goals, you can pretty much slingshot yourself ahead of all the people who woke up on the wrong side of the bed or were off to a slow start in their day. You taking the steps to do your morning routine and align yourself with your goals is going to be a big jump start to your day and you're going to be way more productive than most other people as long as you keep on going and you don't take your foot off the gas. Now I'm going to share with you guys my little little mindset advice, little mindset tweak that you can add to your morning to make you feel like you're on top of the world. And I definitely feel like I made up this strategy because I never heard it or seen it anywhere else. So I'm going to take 100% credit of it, and I don't care. And so my strategy, I call it the undefeated morning. And this is a strategy that I came up with, and it's nothing more than a simple mindset tweak. So it's super easy to implement into your morning, and I suggest that you give it a try. And so 
Everything you do good in the morning, no matter how small, counted as a win. So whether that's you waking up on time, you getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, you taking a shower, add another win just in case it's cold, you know. So that's that's two wins right there if you take a cold shower in the morning. Uh, you take care of your body, mind, and spirit. You make breakfast on time. You get dressed and everything on time. Count all these little things as a win. And once you do that, you know, start tallying them up in your mind. So, you know, I woke up on time, one win. I brushed my teeth, two wins. Took a cold shower, uh, four wins. Got my breakfast, five wins. And so now, let's say after you complete your entire morning routine, you have about 10 wins under your belt, right? Now, as imagine this. After you count all your wins, you have 10 wins now. Now, when you walk out of the house, you're starting off undefeated. All these small wins that you now have under your belt are going to boost your confidence. They're going to boost your energy and your positivity. And you're going to feel like you're on top of the world because you're already winning the day and the day just started and you're already win, winning. So now, if you trip and you fall on the first step outside, you know, the very first step, you trip and fall on your face. You're still 10 and 1, which is still a great record. That loss that you gain, if you start thinking of bad things like as losses, it's going to take a much bigger loss to stop your momentum now. Because if you just, you know, stub your toe, yeah, you know, you might be a little upset for a little bit, it's going to sting. But you already have 10 wins under your belt. You got one loss now, you're still 10 and 1. You're still on top of the world. You still have a great record. And if you can keep doing this and you can just keep tracking your wins every day, one thing that it will force you to do is it will force you to give yourself credit where it's due. We tend to make these giant to-do lists and sometimes we accomplish them all. Sometimes we don't and we get upset with ourselves. But we do a lot more than we give ourselves credit. And a lot of the small things, the minor things that we do every day because it's second nature to us, we don't give ourselves any credit, even though it might be difficult to us since it's already routine. We don't give it credit anymore. But counting these little wins forces you to keep track of all the things that you do, even whether it's little or something that's massive. It forces you to keep track of it. We also tend to fill up our schedules trying to do as much as humanly possible and then get upset because not everything gets done. Or you feel like sometime you might you might have been able to do more. But keeping track of your wins allows you to stay positive, keep a positive outlook. And it almost gamifies it in a way because now you wake up every day and you're just trying to get as many wins as you can. And every day you're trying to get more wins than the day before. And it's kind of, it kind of turns into a game which forces you to become more productive and have more fun while you're at it. I'm going to give you guys another bonus tip. So we pretty much sleep in 90 minute cycles about give or take. And according to science, we need about four to six full cycles of sleep in order to get a good night's rest. So what I do to wake up in the morning, because I typically wake up at 5 a.m., which is kind of ironic because I told you guys that you guys don't have to wake up early in the morning. But that's just what works for me and how I schedule my day. So I go back from 5 a.m. So each 
each cycle is about 90 minutes. So 90 minutes back from 5 a.m. is 3.30. Another 90 minutes back is 2 o'clock. Another 90 minutes back is 12.30. Another 90 minutes back is 11. So in order to get four full cycles of sleep, I know I have to be in bed sleeping by 11. And so I try to go to bed every night at 11. And so I can wake up at 5. Then from one, as soon as I wake up, I typically try to get up and get some water into me. And then I go right into doing my daily Bible verse. And I usually do a 10 to 15 minute meditation session. Usually quiet. I just sit down, crisscross applesauce on the floor and do some meditation. After that, I usually start getting dressed and start brushing my teeth and wash my face. Then I check my journal. I usually read in my journal. I look over my goals. I sometimes align my day. I just got a new journal and I'm having a hard time getting into using it because it's different from the first journal that I started using, which had like t- sections for time. So now I'm, I'm struggling to get used to this new journal, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. And then after I finish uh, journaling, that's when I go to the gym. And as soon as I go to the gym, I usually have a push-pull leg split. So depending on what day it is, I try to get in the gym five days a week. So pretty much every weekday and do my workout for the day. After that, I go home, hop in the shower and stuff, get dressed. And then I have morning uh, Zoom calls for my real estate stuff that I try to get into. And in this real estate, some of these real estate calls is just for kind of masterminding and getting some golden nuggets so I can get some fresh ideas for what I want to do or what I could potentially do with my business. And then another Zoom call is for role-playing. And that's where I practice scripts that I would use when talking to a client. And I practice those with other agents. That way I'm not practicing with my clients. And then after that, I usually attend another morning Zoom call for my office, which pretty much usually is they have someone on, say a little something, something, give us announcements and updates for the office. And then after that, I usually hop into my coaching call with my coach. So that is typically what my morning routine looks like on the weekdays, at least. On the weekends, I pretty much just sleep in and kind of chill until I'm kind of ready to start my day and as I said, I plan out my days before in advance. Um, so my weekends typically look a little different. And that's my morning routine. To summarize everything, you have to make sure that you take care of your body because that is the machine that you use, your mind, because that is the remote that controls the machine, and your spirit, because that is the invisible hand that controls the remote. As long as you hit those three things, you'll be off to a great start. But to have an even better start to your day, you want to make sure that once you finish your morning routine, you look take a look at your goals and the most important things that you have to do that day. That way you can realign yourself and re-engrave the important things that you have into your head so you can be more focused and have the best possible start to your day. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Again, I am your host, John Mendez. You can find me at John Mendez underscore Realtor and at Walk to Wealth on Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review if you're loving the podcast so far. New episodes are released every Sunday. 
Look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Take care.